This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at seven, a woman who's accusing President Trump's Supreme Court nominee of sexual assault has given a harrowing account of the alleged incident to a panel of US senators. Professor Christine Blasey Ford said she feared Brett Kavanaugh was accidentally going to kill her when he tried to rape her at a house party in the 80s. Apart from the assault itself, these past couple of weeks have been the hardest of my life. I've had to relive this trauma in front of the world, and I've seen my life picked apart by people on television. Judge Kavanaugh denies all the allegations and will appear before the committee in the next few hours. Outside the hearing, thousands of women are supporting Professor Ford, but there are also hundreds backing the right-wing judge. Feminism has been destroying our country for the last 50 years. They are a fringe small group in this country. We are the silent majority and we are silent no more. In other news, the Foreign Secretary says dealing with Russia is top of the list of challenges facing him. Jeremy Hunt also warned Moscow that if it uses chemical weapons, the price will be too high. The head of the London Fire Brigade has told the Grenfell Inquiry it was like something out of a disaster movie. Danny Cotton also said she wasn't convinced crews would get out of the tower alive. A square in central Brussels has been named after Joe Cox, the MP who was murdered in the run-up to the EU referendum. Joe's sister, Kim Leadbeater, hopes her death will bring people together. I think there's enough of us out there who want to do that, that if we all join together, something good will come from it. And, and you know, that, that keeps me going on a daily basis. It keeps my parents going on a daily basis. In sports, Europe will have four rookies in action on the opening morning of the Ryder Cup golf. World number eight, John Ram, starts things off alongside Justin Rose. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best 
for your chance to win a million pounds. Does that sound? That's much better. <laughs> Refreshing. <laughs> Refreshing. Refreshing. Yeah. Salubrious. Sudorific. Wow. See, you've graduated from uni, haven't you? I so. mean, I've been petitioning. <laughs> I've been petitioning. Since, we started the show, what, in March? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been petitioning since March to bin off Pardew and Carl. I mean, don't worry. I love Salarks. I love John Salarko. Love him, love him, love him. Love you, John. But. But, 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 but. You have a proper sulk, don't you? Every yeah, week. because I love Dave Clark 5 even more. Who doesn't? Eh? Exactly. Exactly. DR, could you could you grime it up? Do you reckon it'd still be good? That that would just sound weird. I'm not even going to think about that because right. that just that's check, just, just check that, it. That's Sorry, the, that head. is the I'm worst just, idea. I've just said I've just said our producer just going jungle is massive. Jungle is massive. <laughs> <laughs> My ear. What's the point of that? <laughs> oh right. Let's do this profession. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Crystal Palace fan show. Joining me this evening from back of the nest, Chris Hambo Hambling. Hello. All right, pal. Yeah, man. The king yeah. of the cheese roll, and it's the fresher himself. Is Dr. Kern as making a a return to the Love Port Love Spot Love, love Port, port. <laughs> love sport love Studio port. Yeah. What's been going on? Where you been? Uh, yeah Just started uni So It's here yeah. Fresh week just finished Now it's Fresh time. as heartbreak yeah. mate yeah, a, bit, bit, a bit emotional weren't you? <laughs> nah, <For a> while. <laughs> nah Not me I'm not an emotional guy yeah, maybe uh, you're emotional. I, I, I may have slightly said You're the one that has to leave week. apnea, so you, you're the one that gets emotional over it, over I stuff. I think we touched a nerve now. <laughs> yeah. Let's just move on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what I'm, I'm just going to put this out to everyone. If you want to buy some Christmas presents, that's fine. You know, Christmas is around the corner. We love Christmas presents here. Just don't buy any box sets of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> 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 it's very emotional. Is, is, that, is that Hotel <laughs> Hell and Kitchen Nightmares? Uh, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, the ho- hotel's a bit more aggressive, I find, so I don't really get the, the emotional. Emotional uh, heft that you get with, with kitchen nightmares. It's just more so. the disgust with the filth, isn't it? And they really know how to take you through the extremes, don't they? I mean, first of all, you're disgusted and you hate the people, but by the end, you're just so happy that their family's back together and the restaurant's working. <laughs> it's getting emotional even now. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh. Uh, we are here to talk all things Palace. Plenty on the way tonight. Of course, we're going to be looking in depth at that uh, club statement on the new singing section. Looking back at West Brom Hamburg, you've got some forward reviews on that, haven't you? Oh, we had some, yeah. We, we got oh, some. I'm going to have to go and have a look, aren't I? Yeah, you are. You're going to have to d- dig through your sack and uh, have a look. We've got the opposition <laughs> view with former Bournemouth striker Steve Jones. Guess who else is on tonight? It is the man. We we, we cannot believe it. We've got him back. I know who it is. Uh, Shall it, I spoil it? Go for it. Neil Shipley. Ships is He's got back. Ships. We've got yeah, Ships mate. on. Ledge. We absolutely <laughs> love him. Neil Shipley joins us uh, around half past eight tonight, looking ahead to the Bournemouth game. But first, let's touch on that Newcastle game. Um, dominant. Yeah. Same team as Huddersfield. Yeah. So I mean, that was obviously we weren't surprised by that. That's that's Roy all over. Don't change a winning team. We we kind of knew that was the case. But obviously, the Huddersfield game. Was a dis- was a disappointment despite winning because we didn't play very well at all. So there were a few surprises around that in in the sense that we didn't at least try and 
sort of inject some fresh impetus into it, particularly the fact that we are at home to try and actually go and maybe uh, chase that game? I, I totally disagree with you there. No surprise. Right. No, honestly, no surprise from me. I've, like, Roy's that type of person who, he doesn't really like changes, as you said previously. So the fact that we won that game and... That that's really it. If it, we, you win a game, he doesn't really change the starting eleven, no matter how how good or how bad we played. So, no surprises from me. And yeah, it, it's just one of them games. Once again, created chances, yeah. miss 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 them all, and it, it's gonna it's going to cost you in the Premier League. Going four goals in six games, and that's not really good enough. Would you, would you have wanted to see Mayer start? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm desperate to see it even more so after after West Brom, which we'll talk about later. But you know that in that game we had a, we had a really couple of good positive points. So Lucas seemed back to his usual self. You know he was he was screening the back four really well. I think because Newcastle weren't particularly adventurous, it, it just gave him that little bit of pressure off and allowed him to play his natural game. And he started to ping a few passes about in, in the way that he used did, did last season. So once you've got Luca at his best, you're looking around him and seeing what you've got. So we had Coyote one side and MacArthur the other. And I think the the dilemma we've got is is Jimmy MacArthur. As I like, I keep changing in a way I, I talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen I've seen that on Twitter. I've got a bit confused. Yeah, with is it Jimbo. It was Jim, Jimbo Mac. Yeah, the J Mac. <laughs> Just I like to say it different every time I, I say it. So Jimmy Mac Max. Um, yeah. So he, I think he is genuinely the dilemma that we have because every time he goes out on that pitch, he gives everything. He's a you know perfect box to box midfielder. Works incredibly hard for the team. And he doesn't really put a foot wrong. However, bottom line is he's not as good as Max Mayer. And that's how I feel about it. And I think you have to be brave and say Max Mayer is is that next level up. And it's, and it's harsh on MacArthur to drop him because he's not really done anything wrong. But Mayo is the one who's gonna gonna start knitting that midfield together and make us a bit more solid, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to make sacrifices, and that's probably the best sacrifice you have to make. Jimmy Mack for Max Mayer. It, it makes sense. <laughs> why? No, why did you face it? Yeah, it, it, it's just the way that came together. Jimmy Mack for Max Mayer. Yeah, it, was, it was quite casual. Yeah, <laughs> enjoyed it, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just it, it makes sense instead of taking off Kiate, and I think he he was uh, on Saturday. Um, he had a really good game. I was surprised that he even um, got substituted that earlier on. So, yeah, it makes sense. And I think we're going to see Max Meyer start fairly soon enough. The fact that Roy actually did a substitution in a 60 minute, it shows that he really does see something in the sky. And he's he's bigged him up as well, saying how yeah. good he's been in training. So, yeah, I th- I'm excited. I, I, I do think you. Roy might have been listening into Love Sport. Yeah, uh, I don't, see, I just, just, <laughs> just very much enjoy that album, Paul. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Moore as well on Drive. I think once he heard the chat about mangoes last week, I think that <laughs> cement, that cemented his confidence in uh, in our in our knowledge and expertise. I think he struggles with mangoes too. Th- there's a film uh, about Queen Victoria. Um, it was on Sky, and do you know what? It's, it's one of those weirdest things ever happened. I like stuff like that. I like, I'm, I'm a big royalist. I love, I love the royal family. And I sat down and I watched this film, and my pal came over, and I'm halfway through watching this film. He goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We got to start this again. I want to watch it as well." So we ended up watching this film. I watched it one and a half times. And there was a moment where where Queen Victoria has never actually seen a manga before, and she, she's got this edge going. She's just like, "Bring me a mango." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking that's what Roy Hodgson did last week. Yeah, because absolutely. Like, 
I'm just telephoning Roy. He's like, Roy, bring me a mango. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. But, I mean, with Mayer, there were question marks over his fitness, obviously, when he came in. Yeah. Um, he's got to like him. On the wages he's on, yeah, yeah. he's costing Crystal Palace Football Club a hell of a lot of money. And Roy Hodgson has to eventually play him. He's got a bit... He can't keep being this bit part player coming off the sides. I mean, when does his fitness get to a point it's like, bang, peak uh, fitness? Uh, it, well, he didn't he play against... Uh, uh, he played for 90 minutes against West Brom. Yeah. So, it, clearly, his fitness is basically there. If not, it's very close to be there. So, it's just a fact of Roy not being stubborn and actually changing it. And I could see that happening because end of the day we didn't beat Newcastle so there's not really that many excuses and but the, the thing is when when you bring on my mayor it's the uh, it's the fact that uh mayor's you know he's he's good at creating chances etc but we need to be finishing them off so i don't know how much of an impact i'll have but on the other hand i'm thinking about it it's mayor similar to ruben off the cheek so yeah, there's a bit of that but I t- in my opinion there what it is it's about if you look at the newcastle game Although we were dominant in possession, what we didn't do until the last sort of 15, 20 minutes was apply like sustained pressure to Newcastle. Because you saw they started to crumble, didn't they? As soon as we started putting sustained pressure, we created the really good chances. And you're talking about, you know, Sacco missing from uh, like two yards out with an open goal in front of him, which was just just bewildering. Um, and obviously, Wilf had a great chance right at the end. And for me, what Mayo allows you to Mayo allows you to do, and again, we saw it against West Brom, was he keeps possession ticking over but he's always looking for an, an offensive move an offensive pass and he's linking play in that final third as well as, as well as the rest of the pitch so I think bringing him in gives us that chance to put sustained pressure on teams I understand what you're saying but if you're looking at you, you mentioned pressure wouldn't that rely on the players as well maybe that's a mentality thing I know we talked about it on a review pod um, yeah. the other day but isn't that the mentality of the players? They need to improve and they need to actually, you know, it's always, it seems like last 15 minutes they switch on, whereas yeah. they should have switched on last half an hour. So isn't that a mentality issue? Is it a mentality issue? Well, I think the really great players are the ones that, that are able to influence the mentality of their team. So a, a player like Max Mayer, he, he lifted, certainly lifted the team against West Brom by just always being able to receive the ball in any position never 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 losing it always being brave on the pass and it just seemed to lift the players around him and that's what i mean you, you know mentality is a, is a strange thing it's it's often ruled by kind of how the game sort of unravels and the other team have a part to play in that and i think it's you know the point dr's mentioning is is very good because newcastle had a, had a part to play in that as well but certainly mayor i think will lift it i've never ever said this before but wilfred zaha had a bit of an off day and we're gonna be talking about it next on love sport the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com predict seven to net a million Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Experts found that men subconsciously like women with similar eye and hair colour to their mothers, while women will choose a man with similar eyes and hair to their father, providing that he was around during childhood. That is apparently scientific evidence. Brian's having to go through various different Well, all I can say here. is I pity my daughters, that's what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. 
Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, uh, it's Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Approaching quarter past seven on this Thursday night. Of course, this is the Crystal Palace Fan Show with Back of the Nest. Let's talk Wilf, because in his post-match uh, comments, Roy Hodgson uh, obviously mentioned that Wilfred Zaha had an off day. I mean, don't get me wrong, you'd have to be a genius to work it out, because usually he's uh, he's sparklingly excellent, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's interesting that Roy linked the media sort of attention that, that Wilf got last week. Um to his performance this week I think probably the the bigger factor um, was that Wilf has been struggling with a with a back problem and actually went off during the warm-up um, to, to get some pain relief before he came back on and, and, and played the game so I think certainly that was on his mind but um, I mean this is the shift to 4-3-3 probably plays a part in that as well because he spent a long time playing as a as a sort of support striker uh, and now he's been asked to go as a sort of a a wide left forward which was what he was used to doing originally so I suppose there's a bit of a transition back there um, when you're looking at the 4-3-3 I, I personally think it suits him better and it yeah. should actually help him out more but what happened on Saturday is that I felt like we forced it too much to him Wilf had to come and collect the ball too many times from the halfway line and there'll be players you know double teaming him which is which is normal because that always happens to Wilf but I felt like at times, we should have just switched the play and gave Newcastle something else to think about. You know, put Andros more on the ball and yeah. Andros on Wan-Bissaka. Because when, when we did play for the right-hand side, it seemed like, you know, we were fretful because of Wan-Bissaka even going forward. But, yeah. That, that's that's the thing. I think we forced it a bit too much. But because there's no, there's no, literally, let's be fair, no no top-name striker there who's, who's banging in for fun. Do you, is there an over-reliance on Wolf? Yeah, absolutely there is, yeah. Um, and I think for him... For him I mean, obviously, again, you're you're playing a team in Newcastle who, let's face it, weren't really bothered too much about winning the game. They 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 were happy with a point. They set themselves up for a point, um, and just hoped that they might be able to counter us at some point during the game to grab a goal. That was their whole philosophy. Can't blame them for that. That's quite a sensible approach. A lot of teams do it away from home. So, I think asking Will week in week out to beat three or four players on a regular basis and create his own chances. Um, it's not really a system, is it? It's it's just an over reliance on a, on a big player, and I think it's. I don't think it's deliberate. I don't think Roy sets us out to do it by any stretch of the imagination. But you can imagine those on the on the pitch will think, you know what? I've got to focus on, on getting this ball to Wilf because he's the danger man every time. And if he's if like any any other human being, if he, he's having a slightly quieter day than than usual, then you're really going to notice it. Exactly. Other players need to step up because if Wilf is dragging in two or three defenders, then there's clearly space somewhere on the pitch and that's what we should do. That's what we need to improve on. Look at other players when Wilf is dragging in all them defenders because there's there's spaces open on the field, but we're just relying too much on Wilf and it's understandable because he's our star player, but at times you need to you know, look at a bigger picture and see, well, can I play a better ball instead of giving it to Wilf every time? I think that's our main issue. Yeah, I think I think that's probably fair. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's going to get overplayed if we're not careful. If we don't do something soon in the league without Wilf, you know, when next time he's out of the team uh, in, in the league, if we don't actually at least score and get a point, we're just going to hear this every time that Palace are a one-man team and without Wilfred Zaha, they're not a Premier League team. And it's right now we are a one-man team. But on paper, it does seem like that because who yeah. the only other player you could really step up right now on my mind is Andros Townsend and that's if he has a really good game. Apart from that, we are... It's, I hate to say this, but 
we are one man team because without Wilfred Zaha, we've seen we haven't got a single. Let, player let's on be goal. fair. I think obviously when Ben Teko is signed for the the princely sum of how much? Seventeen. Seventeen oh, goals. Yeah. Seventeen. How much? How much? We paid. We paid twenty oh, twenty six million. Twenty six million pounds. I thought seventeen and a half, but there you go. Oh, yeah. so obviously, got, first, first season it was seventeen goals. You yeah. yeah tw- twenty six million pounds on a striker. You can expect him to do a lot of the legwork for you. He's been a, a grand disappointment. There's no yeah. one really else there to to take the flak. Sorloth doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Who's who's got the sh- shoulders shoulders big enough to take and le- you know lead Crystal Palace on? Um, you know, punches getting on. Yeah, <sighs> Yannick he- Balassi a few years ago you could have gone. Yeah, fair enough. He's getting on. He's obviously down in the championship now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to look at Andros to an extent. He's hit and miss though. Andros and. If Max Meyer starts, then that could be another player well, to think that, about. That's this. Exa- exactly yeah. where my brain is at the moment. But I, I just, for us, you, you know, you've touched on a, on, a, on a lot there, and a, and a lot of a lot of it does come down to that forward position because it's weird to think about this. Um, but last season, the m- majority of our success was down to the games where we played Wilf and Andros as strikers in a kind of very unorthodox way. Um, and I think a lot of people, and, and I, um, Tim from from our lot suggested it the other week which is instead of thinking about who to drop out of the midfield to accommodate Max Mayer take whoever the striker is that's eight are you at the moment take them out go back to the four man midfield with with Mayer and MacArthur playing wide have have Luke uh, have Luca and Coyote in the center and play back go back playing with Wilf and, and Andros as strikers because it worked last season Certainly did. Let's um, very, very quickly. I just want to touch on the home form. Obviously, you know, no win yet there. How much of this is down to uh, the atmosphere? It's it's hard to say. It's it's easy to make that link because we have been at a very, very flat Sellers Park. Um, but I'm sure there's other factors. Yeah, I can't remember what season it was, but it, it, I remember we was in a similar situation. Our home form was dreadful. It's a couple of, was, couple was of it under, Yeah, was it? I think it was under Padre. Yeah, not, we had a lot of bad runs. Yeah, exactly yeah. under Padre. So I, I'm not really too sure. I think what it is, uh, if if you know, looking at the bigger picture, is maybe our style of play. When when we play away from home, it seems like the type of football we play is much faster. And when we play at home, it seems like we take longer to go up the pitch. And uh, and you know, teams like Newcastle, they're going to sit back. So it may, we're making it difficult for our, ourselves as well so maybe it's like a home and away finger and how we approach the game exactly right it's that age old thing it's your opponent's much more likely to give you space by attacking you when you're playing away from home than, than when they come and visit your place so uh, and we currently are a team capable of of doing very well on the counter but when it comes to actually dictating play and forcing the issue we do struggle at home but i think we're missing ruben loftus cheek as well partly because last year the style of football we're playing, how fast we're moving the ball about, I think Ruben Loftus Cheek had a significant part in that. Alright, mate. So, there you go. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but then we we might have our answer, Max Meyer, because he yeah. he's a player who's really good on the ball as well. So yeah, yeah. it's one of them things. Until we see Max start, we can't really comment on it. So yeah, it's all right. one. Yeah. Alright. It's <laughs> 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 alright, indeed. We're going to carry on talking about the atmosphere. We're going to look at. Um, at the statement as well that was released by uh, Crystal Palace yesterday. It's Love Sport Radio 721. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Love Sport. 
Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Dieselgate. The deadline for our lawyers at SPG Law to file your VW, Audi, Skoda or Seat emissions claims is October 26, 2018. Go to claimagainstvw.com to learn more. No win, no fee. It's that easy with SPG Law. That's claimagainstvw.com before October 26th. Hi, my name's Kurt Edwards. I work in advertising and live in Surrey. Last year, the family content insurance was £745. A friend of mine had recommended a spokesman said.com when it came for this year's renewal. I managed to get it for £403. So for those 10 minutes on that website, I saved over £340. Told my family, my friends, you'd be absolutely mad not to give it a go. TheSpokesmanSaid.com Fighting for you, saving you money. 7BestBets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7BestBets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7BestBets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Measles and whooping cough are on the rise. Vaccinations can help prevent them. Are your child's up to date? Find out more. Search NHS vaccinations. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, there you go. The famous Crystal Palace fans. Something, I mean, I definitely didn't uh, encounter on my visit to Selhurst about a month no. or so ago. It was very, very flat. Of course, no cheese rolls. That started off a, uh, the day on, on, a, on, a, on, so, on a bad so, sort of level, so, you know, on so a bad sorry. foot. It was very, very poor. Uh, Ian, that's a message to you, pal. Um, but, you know... It's been flat. Roy Hodgson himself has said that, you know, although the fans are quality, there just obviously hasn't been the same level of atmosphere. Um, but, yeah, th- there, there's been a change. There has, yeah. So, um, it's a lot easier to talk about this week. <laughs> now the club has made a statement. I was sort of tiptoeing around it last week. Was uh, that from your secret sources? All my secret sources, yeah. That I can never reveal exactly who they are. <laughs> Um, Humble, but I, I have many. Ambrose <laughs> secret sources. That should be a segment. It was. It was briefly until I, until I said everything that I knew. And oh yeah. Betrayed everybody, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've never lived it down. It was still mentioned today, actually, at lunchtime. Um, so uh, the, the club have obviously met with the the fans group looking to implement this singing section, and after that, have, have released a statement saying after the uh, the groundswell of opinion, effectively. Um, they have decided that the best way forward for the for the club is to implement it next season. 
but they'll be dealing with obviously it's difficult isn't it because you're trying to move a whole set of fans to a place where people already sit and may have sat for a long period of time and may have built up friendships and all that kind of stuff but what the start of this season has shown us is that the the one thing that we had we've always had and the, the pride that we've had in the last well in the last 10 years or so is in just how amazing that support has been and we've been the envy of many clubs and there's many clubs out there imitating what we do if you listen to the the Watford away support it's literally song after song copied with words changed from from what was generated by the HF in their chants so they've got their version of we love you they've got their version of stand in the rain stand in the sun all these songs that we've we've generated they're obviously not necessarily originals <laughs> you know what i mean everyone borrows from everyone but we've kind of had this template there but we're, we've all taken pride in that as palace fans we've we all we love the fact that we get a great reaction from you jump on social media in the early days when we got back up to the premier league and everyone was just stunned weren't they they're like, I can't believe these Palace fans, whether they're winning or losing. Cristian Ball, mate. Cristian exactly. Ball. Exactly. That was, that was that's the pinnacle. I've never felt anything like that when that third goal went in. I just, I, you know, my brain could almost explode. It was unbelievable. But we just know we're near that now. And I think the trouble is, we've seen it. When we came up to the Premier League, used to look around when we were like, the first time we went to go and play Stoke away. Because we remember playing Stoke away and it was always really raucous and loud and they really, they sang Delilah all the time that drove me mad. But they were a proper loud but they toned it down sport. eventually but that's it the premier league does that to you it sanitizes you it, it does you get you get you know the at the lower end people stop being able to afford it for a start you know which is great now you have the the away restriction on prices huge huge thing but still at home support they're, they're pricing some some types of fans out and obviously a lot of the attention goes on the corporate fans and obviously it's great that the money the club gets from corporate fans but they're not going to be standing up singing we love you are they um, when we're 4-0 down they'll be in back, back in the box eating their prawn sandwiches won't they so it's it's a different type of support and you've got to be so so careful and this this is an example of what as fans we've always done when we felt our backs against the wall we fight we fight for it what the, what the right thing is and it's an incredibly brave thing I'm so grateful to the club for doing it and I'm so impressed that the fans got together and pushed it um, but obviously it's not done yet no, uh, let, let me read that statement very very quickly it's the, the, the sort of the the crux of it uh, we are committed to facilitating a large and dedicated singing section yep. next season where our most vocal fans will thrive and act as a catalyst to make the Harmsdale stand into an even greater wall of noise and supportive force behind the team it's unavoidable that this will result in some of our most valued long-standing season to get holders being displaced we've worked hard to keep this to a relatively small amount and we will of course work hard to make the best alternatives available to them so yeah. you know palace have, have appreciated that it's going to be a lot of work on their part but they're willing to do it maybe just maybe the lack of atmosphere this season has sort of turn them to say you know what we need to make a change here because we've shut ourselves in the foot yeah i think the fans have had a significant part in this because the way that everyone's been talking about on social media i think it's kind of made the club uh, it pushed the club to making this decision so yeah i think the fans you know you have to give credit to them because they've been so vocal about it and i'm super excited for next season because even away players have talked about the atmosphere at Cellars park it's been really poor and if away players are talking about it then it does play a part somewhat i don't know how significant that is but it does play a part in you know in the actual game so i'm excited about it i'll probably move 
move there next season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hambo, you you thinking of moving? Yeah, yeah. I've been had a you know had a, a little chat with the guys. But thinking about it, who's the guys? Who's the guys? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a secret. <laughs> no, no, just uh, just you know, just in around my my group about whether we'd want to do it or not. I'll be honest, it's one of those things where I've. I've kind of got used to. I've almost accepted getting old, Aaron. That's what's happened, and I keep and I keep thinking about the new main stand being built and whether I can get a comfortable seat. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. But I had a I had a chat with a few people uh, at the Newcastle game, and I started to think, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready to chuck in the uh, the towel just yet. But the thing is, what I'm confused about is that is it just going to is is this singing section going to be in Blocky or is it going to be the whole of Lower Homestead? Because nine. I know 9,000 people signed up for the petition. doesn't yeah, mean 9,000 yeah. people. No, no, no. But what if the demand is more significant? Well, the, d- the demand almost certainly will be, but it's... Um, so it's like anything, isn't it? You've got, it's got to be slightly organic. There's going to be a a singing section. So I can give you some numbers, right? But these are these are speculation. Don't take these as, as, as red. Even are these just from your secret sources? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I forgot what the secret source's bed was as well. So well, exactly. Good, good. We don't want to move away from that after I embarrassed myself last time. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you've just got to be thinking about beds for it now. Right. Anyway, no. So I think if, if we say the HF numbers were about two hundred in Block B, um, you would be looking for because this is not just about the Homestead Fanatics. Obviously, yeah. they will clearly be the big part of that section. Um, I, w- I would s- suggest that the club will probably do take that number again, the 200, and, and add it to form the singing section. But, obviously, you've got two, two things, right? So, first of all, you, you'll be looking for people who will know that's going to happen next season and want to move in, but there will also be people who know that's going to happen who will want to move out. Mm. And then eventually, you know, with anything like that, if you look at how the HF spread where they were, the problem was they were stuck at the front in a bottom right corner so when they wanted to spread where do they go whereas if they're in the centre it just means more people will try and get themselves into blocks block E block D and they'll start from the back forwards so if you think that's how it's supposed to grow and I think that's a much better idea yeah it is I'm just excited to see what's going to happen I mean look I want to carry on talking about this and I want to talk about Hambo's um, sort of social media beef he had with a Brighton fan last night (laughs) I waded into yeah I saw that I I, I, I had to wade into why not Um, but you know I want to ask has the game gone because my mob United yeah. tried this. Um, don't get me wrong. At the opposite end of the ground to the Stretford end, which is you know the most vocal part of the ground, the Stretford end. But they tried to generate something there, and it has absolutely flopped yeah. big time. Um, Seven thirty-two. Slops. We love to hear from you. Are you going to be part of it? Are, are there any initiation ceremonies to be taken place <laughs> before you join the Home Star Fanatics? I mean, is Dr. going to have to get a tattoo? Let us know. So two zero eight seventy twenty five five at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from sevenbestbets.com. I've got a fourfold for you today. Arsenal to beat Watford, Spurs to beat Huddersfield, City to beat Brighton and Chelsea to beat Liverpool. £10 returns you £63 and 28p. Those are the odds with sevenbestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. It's something I've always wanted to do. Everest has always been on my bucket list. But 
to incorporate it all in one is just a dream come true. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Have you ever seen the film Everest? Because things can go <laughs> wrong, mate. I just yeah, thought I'd tell you that. <laughs> Why are you saying that for? Well, I just, Bro, you sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, my. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3 p.m. on Love Sport. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. When I played there, it was the only time I was ever hit by a spectator. We played Lydney in a, a John Player Cup game, and I tumbled just into, only just into the crowd, fighting with a winger. And a woman <laughs> came up and she smacked me around the back of her head with a brolly. And it turned out it was her son who was fighting <laughs> with him. You leave my lad alone. Bang. There you go. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3 p.m. on Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Hamba, I don't know if you noticed when you came in, there was a um, a, a pretty tall gentleman outside. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dr. Dr. was like standing there when 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 I was when I walked up the studio because I walked up the studio. I was thinking of James Gray ahead of the show, yeah. and um, you know our, our beloved producer Shemalar. I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, he's on the hunt for a uh, for a lady friend. If anyone knows find anyone. Jamie a wife, uh, hashtag find Jamie a wife or a husband. We're not prejudiced. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I walked outside and there was a gentleman who looked exactly like him, just with more hair, and I, and I was kind of like. Ugh. You scared, honestly, you scared him so much. Like, when I looked at his face, he was so sure. Even afterwards, he told me, I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> the way you stared into his soul, he just... <laughs> I mean, genuinely, though, I actually thought Jamie had gone for, like, a one-day hair transplant. Because he actually looked like... He's a bit taller than Jamie, but he looked like Jamie. I was like, what are you doing here? And then the I was like, oh, he's part of the Palace Fan Show fam. <laughs> I'm so confused. So he's, he's a Jamie doppelganger, but just a slightly bigger. Yeah, one. I don't know what, what I don't know what he's here for. They're recording a podcast. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's a, it's a tennis. <laughs> we go and tennis. join that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later, guys. Who for tennis? Tennis. Yeah, he works. He, he works so for the Metro. And I want to go in there and just, just say that, just in that voice. Tennis. <laughs> well, that's so disrespectful. Ten- just go tennis yeah. and just go. No, we're in the wrong room, mate. No. <laughs> wrong day. <laughs> No, that's oh, what you want to do. I think it's about time we had another advert for uh, James Gray and Brian Moore, isn't it? There wasn't enough of it. Violence <laughs> dogs with James Gray. Um, right, <laughs> Ambo, yeah. you have been a, a bit of a naughty boy on social media, and you got into a bit of a Twitter, uh, a Twitter ruck with some Brighton fans yesterday about the famous atmosphere. What's going on? Just having some bads, mate. Uh, sometimes you get a bit bored, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you know. I understand. I understand rivalry better than they do because most of them have only been Brighton fans for three weeks. But they, uh, you know, they're having a bit of a pop at the fact that the club are working with supporters to have a, a singing section. So they're, they're having a bit of a pop at the website, saying it's all made up names and the petitions counting names double. It's sort of I'm just so. I just thought I'd have a bit of a laugh, and um, I suggested that to them that. That you know we shouldn't have bothered, and we should just hand it out clappers. Because you know how I feel about clappers, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. like one of the lowest levels you can go to in football. I, I, exactly right. And uh, they famously handed out clappers ahead of uh, a certain playoff semi final when they were visited by a certain South London team that beat them two nil. Zaha header, beautiful, absolutely, and 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 the, the follow up, the follow up, oh. yeah. But I mean that. In, in in the history of rivalries, that was the most anyone's ever rammed anything down anyone's face ever. It was just 
it was all set up because they got a nil-nil at our place. They well, they tried to ram something else down the players. I'm not going to say throat because that, yeah, I mean they, there was certainly something left, wasn't there? I mean, Ian Holloway's point. comments. You know, I I don't really want to use the words that he yeah. used. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll tell you some stuff about that off air. Yeah, likewise. Likewise. one of your sources, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many sources. But, <laughs> <laughs> but look, it was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm quite happy if, if Brighton fans want to get in touch and have a pop, really, because they haven't done it on the pitch for a while, have they? So, I mean, they beat our, beat a sort of a second string team in the cup last year, but we smashed them in the league. Um, let, you know, should never have let them back into that game, really, but. I've what got, what have they got? I've got a question for Aaron, like because we will be biased if we answer this. But right now, even though our atmosphere is at its lowest stage, like it's, it's the worst, we're, worst we've seen in, in about ten years. Whose atmosphere is better, Brighton or Palace's? Why, why, be honest. Why, why, just why are you for, making me do this. No, one? no. Just be, just be on. All right, just be honest. I don't uh, care if you say Brighton. I, mean, I just look, want you to be you honest. Know, I've, I've obviously got a bit of a, a personal bit of love for Palace because I've worked in London football. Obviously, I do yeah. this show. You know, I'm welcome to Palace. You know, when when whenever I go there, you know, I've got a bit of love for the place. Yeah, the Amex is a nice ground. Don't get me wrong; it's a nice ground, but. You know, who has a better atmosphere? Them, them singing to like a classical music tune when they come out. <laughs> it's just a bit like it's ve- it's very nice, isn't it? It's this just not. It's ple- it's something that you know what your granddad would go to it and he'd call it pleasant afterwards. Listen, they're like someone read a book on what you're supposed to do when there was a football club, but have never really understood it. Bless that's, them, they haven't had, like. they haven't had their own ground in God knows how many. I mean, have you seen some of the absolute swamps they used to have to play? Yeah, in? yeah, and that's because their fans were completely unable to band together like a certain other rival rival club that was un- was that's been able to band together and you know make things happen. They just gave up. Let their ground get taken over. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah. go on a day. Yeah, exactly. You seem like you seem. Yeah, you're good. But you know, I've continued the banter today with a, with a couple of them. I'm just amazed at uh, how much attention this has drawn. But the bottom bottom line, I think, as I said to one of them today, I think any real football fan will look at what we're doing at Palace, and the club pulling together to help try to generate an atmosphere to try and stop the sort of slip into Premier League sterile atmosphere boredom you know exactly they've seen that there's an issue it it looked difficult but ultimately by talking to the fans they've realized that however hard it is there's never going to be a perfect time let's just do it and it's the right step and fans of other clubs should be applauding it and trying to follow suit not trying to pick holes in it like a certain little tin pot south coast club end of the day teams look into palace and try try to copy their atmosphere yeah. and it has been the case and teams don't look at Brighton so Brighton has no right I mean, to really talk talk about atmosphere going back to the quax of the actual you know matter I've got to sort of uh, I've, got, I've got to applaud Steve Parrish and you know obviously the supporters liaison and whoever's dealt with this issue because effectively Crystal Palace Football Club you know being a London based football club don't get me wrong they're not central they're not like you know your Fulham's your Arsenal's of this world where they're located over that side mm. you're, you're in deep Deep, deep south. That's you right. Know, f- further than Millwall, mate. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's far already. But you know, you're not going to see your 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 you sort of bona fide, you, you know, usual tourists rock up taking a picture of chips and sandwiches and whatnot, and you know, going all oh, Premier League football, oh Crystal Palace versus Huddersfield, oh brilliant. But what's going to happen is you are going to have tourists. You're going to have yeah. tourists who are sold packages. You yeah, have tourists yeah. who buys tickets of touts. You have tourists that are ripped off left, right, and centre. They go and get even more ripped off in the club shop when they're paying seventy pound for a Benteke shirt, even though he's about to be packed off in January. <laughs> yeah. And then what happens is effectively the clubs, you know, the, the the clubs pound per person. It obviously shoots up. Yeah. So you've got to give credit to 
the uh the, the you know the palace ball they they're gonna make sure that their fans and their their solid true core support have their own sort of base to work off yeah. and they've you know obviously they're, they're reducing options for other people to actually infiltrate those areas however and i look at my club and i always talk about franchising and this is effectively glorified franchising they, they don't care they they formed a singing section yeah it, it's gone to pot they uh they let whoever they want into the stretford end they don't really care you know it's just it's become a bit of a free-for-all yeah. and that's where you've got to stand up and say you know what fair play crystal palace you're actually backing your own people here yeah i understand where you're coming from but lately especially this season uh not well is it this season and last season i've noticed especially against the big teams united and liverpool there's always going to be united and liverpool fans at the palace end but what what shocked me the most is that when we played Liverpool at home, is the fact that a Liverpool fan came into the Arthur Waite stand with his Liverpool kit on, and that wasn't a problem. So that's what I'm saying. Did he not get booted out? Nope. Nothing. Nothing happened. No one that, said that, anything. But, that, that's but an issue for stewarding, yeah, but, rather than. But that hasn't happened. But that hasn't happened previously. So if a Liverpool fan can do that, then then other other fans are going to start doing that as well. And that's the main that's the main issue I'm having with this atmosphere situation. That if we didn't do anything about it realistically for next season, which it seems like. It is going to be the case. There's going to be a singer section, etc., and the atmosphere is going to improve. Then it could have went down here, and it could well, have been something that well, I could not they even are, imagine. You know, obviously, you won't know this, but it's not that long ago that that we would we would have twenty times that number of away fans in our home end because we just did. It's exactly like you're talking about. We didn't have any kind of atmosphere we were known as a sort of club where home fans could go in the away end and then obviously then you go back a bit further and there you know it goes in little cycles throughout throughout our history but what i was going to get back to is is uh, the singing section that aaron's talking about at united the, i think the main thing that the, the palace have done differently is they've they've accepted that an organized fans group that generates atmosphere i.e the, the homesdale fanatics they are the ones to that happen with united to, to, to lead this um, so so what happened? So why did that happen with work? United as well? So, but the problem is, you it just it ends up falling because you've got a tiny little corner of the ground doing it, and the balance of them don't care. Yeah. I think the main problem with you guys is that the fact that you're a massive club, you're one of the biggest clubs in the world. So there's always going to be tourists, and I think the club probably didn't care enough, and then it the just don't care about yeah, that's what yeah, that, that's what uh, we're plus, plus they do right, plus they, you know all of the fans are quite tired. They've had a long journey from up, all from, the way from, from the south, yeah, from the south, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you know so, sometimes you've had such a long journey, you don't you don't feel like seeing it exactly. So uh, with Palace, we've got an advantage that. It's, we're not as big as United, so I doubt something like that will happen. Sorry, Aaron, you're always so nice about Palace. That was completely unnecessary. Exactly. I apologise. It was just a, just force right, a habit, right. mate. Now you need to get my mutton roll for next week. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's right. it's Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 
7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty rewarded. Hello, I'm Mike. Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tablers is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year the Lost Tablers donated over 4 million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more and to see how you can get involved, visit lowestablers.org. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. The Forward Review with Chris Hambling on Love Sport. Well, um, it's time for your forward review. We're going to look back at the. Are we looking back at West Brom? We are looking back at the midweek three 0 victory away at West Bromwich Albion. I know it's amazing. Let's look back. at I mean, we haven't done any uh, forward reviews or previews in a while. No, well, as, as we've talked about, I've, I've, this music is making me talk in this voice. <laughs> <laughs> but level last time, four. Last year, Solarium, <laughs> spa, swimming pool access. Oh, you've given me some good, <laughs> good ideas of how I'm going to continue this. But obviously, we talked last time out. We were we we went from just general sexy to sexy pirate didn't we yeah we did and, and then that became sexy farmer within two or three attempts sexy farmer yeah because they're the same aren't they <laughs> yeah. however uh, I think this backing music it just it's about adding a bit more class and sophistication to proceed I like it um, so I'm just gonna wait for the right beat you know you don't want to go off, off beat do we no so uh, okay jump so. in First uh, forward review of the day was from Crystal Palace Scouts, and it was Start Max Mayer Monday. Of course, Max Mayer having a terrific performance against West Brom, that's where that came from. Uh, Warren B, of course, on the same subject, uh, Mayer has to start. Uh, Matt Atkinson, looking ahead, of course, to the draw. Please not Man City. (laughs) We all think that, Matt. Is this creepy? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's just your facial expressions that make it creepy. Got, they, they your got voice ed- has to reflect the face. You have to do the face as well, don't you, Aaron? You know all about this. Oh yeah. If you don't make the actual, I know, I know what face, you mean. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, you, do you want to try a couple later on? See how you do. Oh wow, he's, he's playing that one. Yeah, no, just, just, no, right? no, like, I'm going to give you a couple to do in a bit. All right. What's what's Paddy doing? I hate the fact he's behind me sometimes. Anyway, Mark Drew. Well done to all. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Barry Martinsky, there's a star man. Aaron, who's that star man? Um, his name is Andrew Townsend and he's Playing dynamite. Up. Yeah, he's some, he's somewhat dynamite. Yes. 
<laughs> Thanks, Barry. Uh, Wheelman, <laughs> bring on Stokenex. Who's that? Sorry, Wheelman. 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 Uh, Wheelman nine one one. Of course, is his full Twitter handle. <laughs> Thanks, Wheelman. Uh, John, John Ward Ward Diver. Finally, strength in depth. Nice one, John. Wheelman again. Sent for hot dogs. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, because that refers to a, uh, a wonderful video that's been doing the rounds. Andy Hode, returning to a theme. Max Mayer, the answer. Uh, Liam, who I think might have some connection to the group mentioned on this. Bring back the HF. Chuck, who's also known as the Mooncat22. Nice one. The Mooncat. But the 22. Are there 21 other moon cats, do we think? Anyway, he's gone with They Found the Net. Um, this seems like more than four words. I'm going to skip that. Right, there we go. That's the ball. I've run out. Hold on a minute. I'm sure I put one in. Well, where did you put it? On Facebook. Oh, man. Are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. Wow. See, that's the problem, man. Exactly. You, you just, you, you, I mean, you know what you should have done? What? Should have had DR doing Facebook, you doing Twitter. I could do, you know, Bebo or MySpace. I don't or really have like Facebook, that. so I have Twitter. So I should have done Twitter. You should have done Facebook. Oh, it's just communication. Uh, Aaron, why, why, why you got to bring this up on air? You've made me look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You've not. Ju- y- y- you've let everyone here at Love Sport down. <laughs> you can't say that. I, I work so you've hard. Let the family down. You've let your friends down. Shame on you. Do, do, do you want me to go to Facebook? We, I mean, the, the, we can continue with this bed for quite some time, can't we? Yeah, I mean, carry on with Facebook. It'd be good to know because of... Tra- trouble is, mate, Facebook's not loading for me at the minute. Oh, dear. It's just one thing after another. Well, you know what, Aaron? You could say it live. What did you say? What's that? Um, I mean... The Facebook comment. I, I think it was... <laughs> where's that come from? <laughs> You're making him go on Facebook just for that. That was, <laughs> that, that that was on from? Twitter. I thought that was about oh, something that was, else. Yeah, that's that was on Twitter. Sh- I skipped that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> No, I put it on Facebook. I no, you put it on Twitter 100% cause, because I saw it. Wait, he missed. He missed. Well, you missed on Twitter as well. Well done. This, now it, now this has it. descended into uh, anarchy. It, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, Aaron, could it, I apologise. Right, I think we should scrap that. Yeah, Paddy, yeah exactly. cut the bed. Right. Let's talk about <laughs> that win against West Brom. And there was a star man playing on the right. His name was Andrus Townsend, and he scored an absolute banger of a goal. And uh, I think it was the, the tweet of the day. Uh, T-O-T-D has to go to uh, Mr. Townsend Senior who said I have to give him more pocket money now. <laughs> yeah really really if you're giving that. him more pocket money on what is it how much is he on 70, 80 grand a week yeah, yeah, yeah you know then I think he's uh, he's kind of stitching you up a bit like Townsend Senior I sent him a, a message on his birthday Troy Troy uh, yeah that was a bit weird the, I, yeah. he got he got it everyone else thought I was was taking a bit of a risk with what I said risk game yeah but I like, you know, I like to take a risk every now and then, and it was. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I can say this word. Um, so, dear, um, can you stall while I write a word down for for Aaron? Yeah. So talk, uh, I can talk about Andrew <laughs> Townsend. Yeah, it was a brilliant call. There, is, I'm going to go. Is there a, a radio polite way of saying, saying this? <laughs> Andrew. Oh. Um... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Perennials? Perennials. Meat and uh, his, his, meat and his, two, his vegetables. It's, it's yeah. the veg. It's the veg in the meat and two veg, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> so okay. So I'm gonna say it. I tweeted. So sorry, Paddy. What did you, Paddy? What did you just say? He's. It, I mean, he always does that. He's taking his vitamins and saying his prayers. Oh, I don't know. If that I don't know what that means. That either. It's just probably something. You could go on our back of the next social media. Can I find out for you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. On. So I, I tweeted uh, Troy. Yeah. Say, saying man. happy. Uh, happy birthday to the man whose veg in the meat and two veg brought you and then tweeted and added Andros Townsend and he 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 got the it was funny did he like it yeah did he retweet he it? Liked yeah, retweeted it, it. And replied of, back as well liked as well top man and he said thanks I think which is exactly the response it deserves <laughs> <laughs> there you go I mean Andros he was different gravy wasn't he the other night yeah he was um, he scored two goals two really good goals especially the second one I think it's not People are not talking about it as much, but I thought it was great talent. Yeah, I was I was pleased with his performance. To be fair, I didn't watch the full 90 minutes because I was out and you know new commitments university, so I can't I can't I can't really. <laughs> what's wrong with you? I couldn't watch. Let me be honest, I couldn't watch the 90 minutes. But what I saw from second half, I was really pleased with. Just intensely jealous of. How was he? How was okay? How was he in the first too. half? He was he was excellent. Um, it's funny because uh, he came off the bench against Swansea in the previous round and. and uh, I, was, I went to that game with uh, with Terence and yourself, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were joking that he played like uh, Eden Hazard when he came off the bench. It was just absolutely sensational. And we saw it again. And uh, that's why I brought up the, the question of whether he's he's actually a better player when Wilf's not on the pitch because he sees more of the ball um, and he's just got that extra responsibility. But whatever it was, we, we actually spent our previous review podcast about the Newcastle game. I said... You know, for all Andros's hard work and running and the fact he's now a proper Palace player and we all love him, does he not need to score a few more goals? So, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously listening and has decided to ram that back in my face immediately um, and I couldn't be happier. I think... Um, because he's, he's, he's taken a lot of, you know, fair few shots in recent it, games but never, you know, he's, the, the first goal just arrowed in beautifully and it's it's a lot further out than I thought when I, when I first saw him hit it. But as you said, Dio, his second goal, just to see his lovely quick feet, the fact that he was over on that side and the uh, the assist came from Juan Bazaka who was excellent again and when he came off the bench, it was just a, it was a lovely well-worked goal and a fitting reward for, for a great performance. I think it's getting a bit weird now. First it was Roy doing an early substitution, now it's Andrew scoring goals. Maybe... Maybe they all listen to our <laughs> listen to our <laughs> podcast in one of the training sessions. But, but I was yeah, speaking of that if you were a professional footballer, would you? Well, I saw Kante the other day. He went to yeah, random yeah, person's house about, to watch match of the day. So, that, boy, yeah. something like that, I guess. It if, if if someone turned up to your shop 
If uh, <laughs> yeah, we had. I'm trying to think of someone. We like, had Dobby. In, uh, he went to the barber, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Next Steve door, Dobby is his most famous player. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Alexander Serdold is just like roaming around, you know, near your shop, what are you going to make him? What are you going to invite him in with? Um, uh, I wouldn't want to give him anything because I feel guilty because I feel responsible responsible if he has a poor game. So <laughs> maybe a chicken shish, Hambo. Uh, what are you cooking him? Um, I'd, I'd probably make him some kale and egg fried brown rice, uh, then have a, a bit of smoked salmon on the top of it. Oh, smoked salmon! Honestly, that's so delicious. Sorry, <laughs> but that gets me excited. That is, I did not so, expect uh, that yes, from Dia. Yeah, it, it is delicious. <laughs> who, 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 what, what Palace player would you like to see in the street? Just you know, randomly on a Saturday night, and you're like, hey, do you fancy watching match today? All right, let's go. Who would you like to invite back to the cave? Oh dear, who could I invite? Uh, do you know what? I mean, he's just going to be on in a bit. Ships. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have to go ex uh, current Palace player. I'm not so sure. Oh, uh, Saka. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good show, actually. Yeah, I think Mama. Sa- I've seen Saka, I've seen Jason McArthur on, on Bromley uh, Bromley High Street once yeah. with um, he was Barry well, Bannon as these, well. These people do go shopping. I think it's like kebab. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like kebab. They'll smell it from distance. At seven fifty-seven, it's Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Dieselgate. The deadline for our lawyers at SPG Law to file your VW, Audi, Skoda or Seat emissions claims is October 26, 2018. Go to claimagainstvw.com to learn more. No win, no fee. It's that easy with SPG Law. That's claimagainstvw.com before October 26th. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoohcom We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. As a parent, you want to protect your kids. You know you can't keep them wrapped up in cotton wool forever, but there are some things that you can do, like keeping their vaccinations up to date. Some childhood diseases are on the rise again, like measles and whooping cough, and they can cause severe illness. Childhood vaccinations can help prevent them. So, are your child's vaccinations up to date? To find out more, search online for NHS Vaccination. This is Love Sport. 
Let Love Sport Radio with your Crystal Palace fan show and back of the nest. Um, you know what? I'm buzzing because we're going to have uh, one of our favourite guests on at around half past eight tonight. Ships will be joining us. Neil Shipley talks all things Palace uh, towards the end of the next hour. But we're going to kick things off looking back at that win against West Brom again in midweek. Where did it come from? Where did those goals come from? And can Andros Townsend uh, be one of the catalysts to a propelling Palace up the league? It's Love Sport. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, the first woman to accuse Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee of sexual misconduct has given an emotional testimony to a panel of US senators. Professor Christine Blasey Ford says she believed Brett Kavanaugh was going to rape her at a house party when they were teenagers in the 80s. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe. Judge Kavanaugh strenuously denies the allegations and will give evidence to the committee shortly. The head of the London Fire Brigade says she didn't think crews would make it out of Grenfell Tower alive. Commissioner Danny Koshner has told a public inquiry into the tragedy it was like something from a disaster movie. David Beckham will avoid a speeding prosecution despite being caught almost 20 miles an hour over the legal limit. His lawyer, nicknamed Mr Loophole, has successfully argued the ticket didn't arrive within the legal two-week period. A square in central Brussels has been named in honour of murdered Labour MP Joe Cox. The politician was killed by a far-right terrorist in June 2016. Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn's attended an event in the Belgian capital. In her memory... Let's build that better world in her memory. Let's reach out with our arms around her family and her children to show them we will never forget Joe. Mr Mayor, thank you very much and thank you to the people of Brussels for this wonderful, truly wonderful gesture. A flight from Dublin to Amsterdam has been temporarily delayed after a man tried to chase after it with his suitcase. The 23-year-old shouted, wait, before he was tackled to the ground by security on the runway. He's been charged with criminal damage. And the creator of Postman Pat and Rosie and Jim, John Cunliffe, has died. He was 85. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
This song was written in 1963, 64, somewhere around that time. Yeah. Yeah, and our producer Paddy's just gone, I'll bring you in when the beat drops. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't think they had house music that, like <laughs> at that time, Paddy, but I appreciate, you know, you, the, the way you've just tried to bring us in on that one. Uh, and I appreciate the crap impression of me there as well. Hey, it happens, <laughs> as always. It happens. Three minutes past that across <laughs> the capital. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your London Football Fan Show and your Crystal Palace Fan Show, courtesy of Back of the Nest. Joining me, the standard two. It's, it's the father and son duo of uh, DR Kernas <laughs> and Chris Hamblin. Paddy's on production. He's enjoying that track, runner. It's a good version, isn't it, Paddy? It's a good version. It's better than uh, it's better than Pardew and Solarco. It's the original, anyway. That's the, that you want. No remake of anything is ever better than the Ooh, original. Have, have, that's well, the people. That's the people. Have, have you seen the video to this one, by the way? Have you watched it? I watched yeah, it yeah. numerous times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best comment is the first comment on the video. Where it goes, anyone standing up in this video has really strong knees because all they're doing is just bouncing up and down. <laughs> Just playing their instruments it's brilliant it's absolutely it's brilliant it's, it's the 60s you know yeah uh, oh, well, how old was he in the 60s 20 or 30 whoa oh, that's just poor mate that's it's cheek poor. isn't it it's cheek anyway I'm switching from uh, from football dad to jealous uncle at the moment because I'm really jealous of his fact that he's gone me to too. university me too really badly I just and he's around the corner from my house as well I'm absolutely yeah. going I wish I could jump in pop <laughs> to those parties it'll be absolutely wonderful and the thing is I can see it in his face he's just started to realise how lucky he is yeah I know yeah I know yeah. Uh, I've noticed he's, he seems a bit more fresh though he seems yeah, a bit more with yeah, it a bit yeah. alert yeah I like that he's suddenly, yeah. he suddenly realise he's he's now an adult but 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 he's essentially allowed to not have to work and just learn he's an adult but with a child's level of responsibility <laughs> exactly that it's exactly that oh, I love um, the change of environment and it's it's infuriating I'll be honest it is it's absolutely shambolic because no matter what he does he'll never make of it what he could no because no one ever does you will have a great time, but you could always have had a better time. You'll leave with regrets, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we'll I, leave, I leave with regrets that I'm not still living that lifestyle, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, my liver, however, doesn't agree it's with there. that. I'm, um, I'm sorry, I've started to break down. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> let's look back. Have, 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 have a sip of water. Yeah, yeah, have, a sip, yeah. have a sip of your beverage. Um, let's look back at that game against West Brom. I mean, where did it come from? What was new? What was different? Obviously, Bethente Guaita started and go, didn't he? Bethente Guaita. Yeah, like him. Like him a lot. Made a couple of good saves. He's not conceded a goal in the two games he's played for us. To be fair, who has he played against? <laughs> exactly. It's one of them things like he has played against. It's, uh, it's, I like how excited he is to be a Palace player yeah. still. Every week he's tweeted a, a, a positive message. Um, if you see him during games when he's not playing, he's actually up on his feet, <laughs> sort of, you know, shouting encouragement and all that kind of stuff. I've never seen anything like it from a keeper. Um, he, I like him. He seems like a nice chap. Um, but if you're looking at the first team, and uh, if you ask me the question whether he should start off ahead of Hennessy, I don't. I don't think so because Hennessy, he's been consistent this season, and we've kept um, many. Uh, how many clean sheets? Two, three, two clean sheets this season under. I think. Or let's just say two. Uh, I'm pretty close <laughs> two. It's just three. Is it free? Yeah, so 0 0 Newcastle, 1 0 against Huddersfield, and 2 0 on the opening day. Yeah, three. I think, yeah, you, you know, he shouldn't be dropped. He's one of the. I think when you look back at the. goalkeepers. Yeah. Even the Huddersfield game, although he didn't concede a goal, um, I felt that Wayne looked flaky there. But listen, I'll always, I think I'll always have that opinion of Wayne. It's very difficult for, for me to completely change. Is this his best period under basket? Like. It is, but there's just for me. There's still that. It's less than it was, but there's all. The, but whenever I look, bottom line is, whenever I, 
on match day and waiting for the lineups to come in. I have my fingers crossed that got the guy to start ahead so, of Hennessy. I so mean, hard. I have my fingers crossed do. that Julian's Brony will start. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you that, he's not even on a bench now. <laughs> Poor Jules. I haven't seen him in ages. But, but that's so harsh. I don't get it. But, like, I understand what you mean uh, at times he's been slow. But recently, I, nothing comes into my head of Hennessy being sloppy. He's, just been, think... he's, been, he's done work in corners. He's come out. So distribution has been better. So look, at, look at it this way, right? Look at it this way. It's 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 not about. So it's less about form and it's about ability. Okay, I think Wayne is probably right now playing at his peak, um, and I I feel that he's in his entire career. He's probably well. In fact, in his entire career, he has never sustained a level where he's played at that at the, at the peak mm. for a long period of time. So when someone is, he's undoubtedly done brilliantly to turn around from what he was to what he currently is, because there's no doubt he's a, one of our most improved players. However, I just think we're we're just playing a waiting game with him, in my view, where um, I think he, he won't be able to sustain that level. Yeah. Of form. When when that when that happens, then yeah, Gaeta, you know, we've got a good goalkeeper who could come in. But for now, it's, I, I still find it very hard for you it's to. A, it's like, a little bit like to, it's a little bit like the start. Max Mayer. James MacArthur dilemma, but that's different because why? Because Max Mayer on paper is actually is uh, well, he's much more talented than Maka. Whereas whereas Hennessy, well, we haven't seen much of we haven't seen much of Gaeta, so I, I don't. It's a different yeah. situation. I don't think it is, and I think the smile on your face as you were saying it, you realised what I'm getting at. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, th- we could talk about keepers all day, but I don't think it's, a, it's our biggest problem. Is I was, it? I was yeah. just about to say, hold fire! You're telling me you've just beaten someone three 0 and you still look at the defense. Game's gone. The yeah, game yeah, has exactly. gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, it was it. Uh, what, I, what I did like, we started the game with uh, with Riedewald in central defense, which is where, where uh, Frank de Boer signed him to play. Uh, he played one game for us there. It was absolutely terrible. Was was never tried there again. Uh, but big shame that he got injured early on. Because I'd be interested to see how he did with the kind of sort of guidance of of Roy and uh, Roy and Ray as the managers and. Um, and a, and a settled defensive lineup, you know, alongside Kelly, it would have been an interesting situation. Yeah, before the game started, I was I was wondering who's going to play in defence, and as you said, Riederwald has only played there once, I think. So it was it was a shock when when he actually did start in centre half. But yeah, I think under Roy, um, he could he could become a good defender if he if he coaches him well, which Roy can do, and he has changed many people's uh, career. So yeah, it, it is. Uh, he he said at Crystal Palace, and I think he can play a vital role in defence because we haven't got now that Innes has left and Scott Dan. I think he's coming back. We haven't got that many defenders still. Scott Dan, you can't rely on yeah. Scott Dan. So yeah, I think it's good. Um, and I also oh, I don't know. I wanted to talk about a little bit about Ale- Alexander Serloff. Uh, no, no goals once again. What did you think though? What do you you sort of what you saw of him? Because but us. I, I said I watched only the second half, yeah. and what I saw from him in the second half is that he put himself forward. Um, but I, I could, I don't like, I don't want to overlook into it. But he did seem a bit frustrated. I don't know whether that was due to missed chance in the first half. Did he have many chances in the first half? No miss. He had a he had a couple, but he always seems to be just that couple of seconds off being in the right place. Maybe that's what I'm saying. I don't think Serloff right now. That was against. With all due respect to West Brom, West Brom's a Championship side still. So it's not. It's not like we face a Premier League opposition. And if he's not able to do that against the Championship side, then yeah. uh, you know you wouldn't put him into Premier League game. I think he still needs a bit more time. But 
as you saw, what I saw from social media and what I saw from the second half is that there were signs of positivity there. So. Yeah, certainly signs of positivity. Let's continue with our uh, we'll continue with our preview to the weekend's game. In fact, it's not even the weekend; it's Monday night football. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's. It, are you going to bad down the ball down the seaside? So I'm on strike after Paddy. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> right, eleven minutes past that is love sport. Love sport with seven otb.com. Predict seven to net a million. Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. Do you see those Man United fans last night? At the end of the game, these are Manchester United fans getting selfies with Lucas Moura. Yeah. You know what? If Arsenal lost to Tottenham, I ain't getting selfies with Lucas Moura. Well, you, or just, any Spurs you, just, player. you just wouldn't do it. Not there and then. I mean, if you're going to do it at some stage because you, you met those players somewhere else, but you wouldn't do it at a game you've just been you humiliated in. Yeah, but then what does that tell you about the fans they're getting down there? I mean, I'm not saying all of them because there are plenty of proper Man United fans and they don't. I'm, listen, it's a cliche. They're all living in London, they don't. No, of course they, they don't. don't. Some of them live in Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Love Sport Radio, good evening. 8.13 across the capital. Let's get that definitive preview and the opposition view. Uh, Hambo? Oh, I just thought you'd said it was Love Sport Radio earlier than that. I got confused when you said it again. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did, but I just, it just went remix. Yeah. yeah. The opposition remix. view. Uh, yeah, Paddy's, uh, Paddy's obsessed with uh, DJ, and I think he's probably taking it up after doing that Dave Clark 5 remix. Let's look ahead to the Monday Night Football with Steve Jones, former uh, Bournemouth player. Steve, Good to have you on, former Bournemouth forward. Hello, Steve. I believe Steve is with... Steve, are you still with us, Steve? I'm still with He is there. It's uh, former Bournemouth forward uh, Steve Jones. Uh, Steve, good to have you with us, pal. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. First and foremost, like, I mean, this is quite the battle because we've got you on now and we've got Neil Shipperley on later and you both played in similar <laughs> sort of eras. But what I want to know is what, what, what was different between you two? Um, I know him pretty well, to be fair. He's a great lad. Um, I don't know, we sort of come... I, I come into the game quite late, and, and ships, to be fair, I think we're through the academy, I think. I remember, I remember him playing against him for West Ham Reserves, for Chelsea Reserves, when he was there. And I remember him scoring two outstanding 35-yarders. Unbelievable. And a couple of weeks later, I think he moved to Southampton. Okay, yeah, he did, he did. He did play at Southampton, didn't he, Ambo? Yeah, yeah, he did. In his in his younger, slimmer days. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, he was always a top class, uh, a top class forward for Palace, and I'm sure someone they could do with now, considering they they're not too good up top. Steve, uh, let's talk about the game. You know, Bournemouth come into this one. They they've had a, a pretty decent start to the season. You know, I felt last year that they were treading water somehow under Eddie Howe. You know, that they were one of those clubs who had done their early stint in the Premier League, caused a few surprises here and there, but now they're treading water. To sort of waiting to, to get relegated and, and there was a Bournemouth fan on uh, earlier in the season who agreed with me who, who agreed with that sentiment and said yes they are doing what the likes of Swansea did and Villa and other clubs and they are just sort of biding their time in the Premier League until they go back down I mean what are your thoughts on it? Uh, 
Um, I think that's totally nonsense, to be honest I think Eddie Howe's an outstanding manager, and I really can't see anything else other than Bob pushing the top ten finishes every season, really. The only concern with the other moment is obviously the concern of the goal. So, I mean, they've leaked six goals in the last two games, and that would concern Eddie a little bit. Yeah, naturally that's going to concern uh, Eddie a bit. I mean, in terms of budgets as well, obviously, you know, the stadium is still very, very small. They're, 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 they're working not, not on a tight budget, but Eddie seems to be getting the best out of, uh, out, of, out, of, out of the money he does get every year. I mean, look, what, what have you made to, to the start of uh, that Bournemouth made, and who's been the stand-up performer? Um, I, th- I think Ryan Fraser has probably given me outstanding performance so far in the start, but I, I, you know what? I think sometimes it benefits them having a small stadium, and what I mean that is, it's, it's a very close-in crowd, it's a very good atmosphere. It's very similar to Palace, you know. It's an old-style stadium, even though theirs is a bit newer, it's still tight, and it's very, you know, the atmosphere is electric there at times. I've been there myself, so I think I think that stands in good stead. The stadium they probably could do with moving up to a twenty-five. 30,000 seater uh, to obviously increase Eddie's budget but I think Eddie's working superbly with what he's got he has spent a 10 million a year and a, and a 15 million there which is which is when you talk about Bournemouth really certainly from when I played for him um, that's an incredible amount of money but I, I think Eddie does get the best out of players and I think he sorts his players in the right way he sees if they're team players he sees if they're you know if they're going to fit into the gel of his squad uh, and I think he's outstanding at doing that. He keeps he keeps a lot of English players in there. I like that. I do like that. I think I think that's a good basis to work on as well. So no, Eddie's doing great. I think Bournemouth are doing great. I think definitely they could do with an increase of stadium. Um, but things are going good there, as far as I can see. Hi, Steve. Uh, just going into the the game against Palace. I mean, obviously. Looking at the start that the, the Palace have made, and obviously you, you know you've played in the area. I think someone obviously you must have lost a bet because you had to play for Charlton for a while. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, so, <laughs> I say that obviously as a Palace fan, but um, Palace That's have cool. kind of transformed themselves into uh, you know we, we're longest spell in the Premier League now, an established sort of Premier League team trying to get out of that constant cycle of fighting relegation. Bournemouth seem to have kind of managed that better than Palace have at the moment. But going into the game, um, do you see the two teams as fairly evenly matched? Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's very evenly matched. I think probably um, home advantage will will maybe be a little bit of advantage if the crowd get behind the home team. That that is always the case in football. But then again, it can go against you with the away team scoring. So it, that's going to be a factor. But they're very definitely evenly matched. Palace have been excellent for me. Royalton's done a great job there. He's steadied the ship. Um, he's brought the best out of Zaha. No, he's a good player, he's an exciting player. The only problem for me, and obviously for Palace fans, would be the fact that without Saha, the other players are not firing on all cylinders. Certainly Ben Teke, that would worry me a lot because of the amount of money he's costing, the amount of money he's probably on. Yeah. I would want him to hit the back of the net a few times, pretty sharpish. But other than that, Palace are doing well. I'm, uh, they're, they're, I think they're definitely going to hold their own in the Premiership this year. They've got a strong, strong squad. A good manager, um, superb crowd at home, which obviously is a big point as well. Um, and 
Oh, I think it's all going quite well down there, really. They, they could probably, like I said, they could do with someone helping Zahar out a little bit. Yeah, to- totally agree with that. Uh, interesting, going back to, to Bournemouth and how they play and the job that Eddie Howe's done, I was talking with a, with a few friends on this the other day and we were saying that one of the things that doesn't get mentioned um, and that I find, uh, I suppose, a little bit frustrating when we do play Bournemouth is that they really do play with a bit of an edge. Um, I've, like, for example, when dealing with Zaha, they do the that age-old thing of a bit of a sort of a cycle of people who are going to step in and foul him. So it's one person's turn, yeah. then the next person's turn. So Eddie Howe is, I mean, it's obviously it's clever management to a degree, but it's, it's quite cynical. But, you know, it, how do you feel about that, that, that style of play? In, in, and, you See, know, I would probably disagree with that. I would probably say Zaha is so skillful and so decent that... If you beat one or two players or was in different areas, it's probably going to tour a foul anyway. Yeah, I think he's one of the most foul players in the Premiership. Yeah, is he not? He, he is indeed. Yeah, I think he's, he's even ahead of Hazard this year. So yeah. I don't, I don't think that's cynical. They're obviously going to mark Zaha as tight as they can because he is an outstanding player, and obviously, like we said earlier, he could do with someone taking the load off his shoulders. Um, but. I don't, I don't think Eddie would be that cynical to be like that, to have one foul and next foul in. I think that's just a case of Zaha's ability. Yeah. And I, I think that goes with a few players, Hazard as well, and, you know, the Premiership sees them players. But um, that actually be, it'd be interesting to see how the game goes, because it's a tough game. Bournemouth, like I said, Bournemouth have gone through, I know they won Tuesday night 3 2 against Blackburn. They got, they got beat 4 0 at Burnley. Um, but Burnley, to be fair, have been on a bit of a bad run, so I think Bournemouth may have got a bit of a backlash with that. Um, but it'll be an interesting game. It's a very even game, and it's kind of, I think it'll be a quite exciting game. Yeah, it certainly will. Um, in terms of in terms of Palace, obviously, you know we we know Zaha is the danger man. Uh, you know, Andros Townsend is coming to some decent form as well. But bar, yeah, barring yeah. barring Ryan Fraser, who do you see as the, the men that are going to lead the charge for, for for Eddie Howe and the Cherries? I mean, I've seen a couple of games of this year live, and I, I, uh, Callum Wilson's been a real threat. Um, I saw him score at West Ham in one of the games, and you know, I mean, they, they, um, they've got Josh King as well. They've got some. De- they've got the two up top are decent. It's whether they can work together. A lot of people are saying they can't work together, but I beg to differ with that. It might take a little bit of time, but only time will tell on that. But the Bournemouth have definitely got firepower. Uh, like I said, Josh King, Fraser, Callum Wilson. You know they've got and they're pretty decent from set plays as well, so it should be a good, good entertaining game. So I say, final question from from East Steve: Where do you think this game is going to get won or lost um, in terms of the best way for you know from a Palace perspective? I'm looking at how how do we beat Bournemouth? Um, it's a tough question. A lot of teams have struggled to beat Bournemouth, so I mean you've got to contain the front two. Obviously, you've got to contain Fraser and. It, if, if, if you do most of that and dictate the centre midfield, then you're going to come out on top. So it will be, you know, I mean, it's a tough game. I, I still think both sides will finish around about the tenth position of the league anyway. One of them might excel and get to eighth, seventh, or whatever. But I do feel that both them sides are fully equipped to stay in the Premiership and are under very good guidance being there. So I'm looking forward to the game. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be two-two. So I think there'll be a few goals in it. So it'll be interesting to see. Steve, you are absolutely uh, brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Steve Jones, former Bournemouth striker there, giving us the opposition view on Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million.
Hi, my name's Kurt Edwards. I work in advertising and live in Surrey. Last year, the family content insurance was £745. A friend of mine had recommended a spokesman said.com when it came for this year's renewal. I managed to get it for £403. So for those 10 minutes on that website, I saved over £340. I told my family, my friends, you'd be absolutely mad not to give it a go. TheSpokesmanSaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty rewarded. The Novotel Live. London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. <gasps> Look what's in my breakfast! We scanned it with the Change for Life Food Scanner app. There's over 30 sugar cubes in this box of cereal, plus loads of salt. Then I scanned this porridge and I got a high five for making a healthier choice. To see what's in your food and drink, download the free Change for Life Food Scanner app today. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, we're just talking about Hambo's uh, one DR's sort of charity mission that they're going on because, uh, you know, we know that we know the father does his, his charity charity missions now and then, but you two are, are doing something special. In, in, in fact, it's the month of October. Yeah. In like two weeks? Yeah, <laughs> shh, quiet. It's it's October the thirteenth. It's lo- There's loads of time left. Super excited. Uh, so ships actually. When we talk to him later, he's ships doing yeah, it as well. Yeah, I think you're pretty sure he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about it. We'll, we'll, we'll ask him. Our training's been going so well. I'm super excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I like the fact we've done the exact same number of training walks. <laughs> One. Well, I've done a couple more miles than yours. Yeah, yeah. I did two point six miles. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I know, mate. <laughs> well, we have to walk twenty. Was it twenty six miles? Yeah. So. I've done a tenth in preparation. That's about right, isn't it? Aaron? And you're two weeks away. Yeah, I hope you're walking home from, from, from the studio <laughs> home, mate. No, no, no. That's probably the only way of, of doing this. Realistically, you know, I walk about two thirds of a mile to, to from my car at work every every day. I go in, but I've been going in recently. Recently, I've been struggling to go up the stairs. I'm yeah. <laughs> Anyway, if uh, people want to donate, how do they get involved and in touch? You're going to ask me that. Even though I knew you were going to ask me that, I didn't make any attempt to look it up and still haven't. Palace for Life Foundation. If you search that up on Twitter, then you'll be able to find more information. Or you could DM us on Back of the Nest and we can send you a link which you can donate. Are DMs open? Yes, DMs are open and you can slide in. You can slide (laughs) in. Anytime you like. We're we're, we're there there waiting. Any Back of the Nest member. (laughs) 
<laughs> you could contact them via apart like, from Nick yeah, yeah Nick doesn't understand technology you, so, don't, you, uh, you don't want to do that he's very distrustful of anything electronic Nick, Nick, Nick is still waiting for his pigeon to turn up with his mail <laughs> <laughs> right let's look ahead to that Bournemouth game thanks to uh, Steve once again uh, for joining us chaps um, how good are they well that's the question isn't it right so the, I I, I've, I've always been impressed with how much they've invested in their forward players. Um, and one of the players that, that Steve brought up there a couple of times, Ryan Fraser, mm. um, I, when, he fir- when, he, when he first joined them, I, I didn't know who on earth he was. I just happened, didn't know he was even playing there until you know we played them. And like the first five minutes I saw him play, I just thought... They, they, you know, they found a player. They really have, yeah. and he just seems to have kicked on each season to something better. And at the start of this season, he looks looks sensational. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of sort of a hard-working Shakiri, if you know what I mean. He's just got that level of um, quick feet, and um, he's, you know, he's just very, very attack-minded, um, but can do the dirty work. So he's a player that really impresses me, and the type of player that always does pretty well against us. So I have to say, I think they're. Uh, I think uh, again, I was talking about this with my friends the other day. I think they're a better side than we give credit than they get credit for. Um, because I don't th- agree. I know, and I, and I I used to be there about a season ago when I didn't I didn't rate them at all, and I just thought it was a matter of time. I like I've always given the example they're like Wigan in my view, where Wigan were in the Premier League far longer than they should have been. And I th- I think they're treading water, and the problem is when the money runs out from from Maxim Demin, their owner. They're in big trouble because they've got a 10,000 capacity stadium, which obviously not bringing in much revenue. They're still lost as to what they're going to do in terms of a new ground. Yeah. You know, they need to, to get something off the ground fast because you you can't last the 10 12,000 capacity ground in this in this uh, cutthroat league, especially with the money that's being pumped. And I think they're probably living off their TV revenues, let's be fair. Well, well they are. And I, and I have to say, I still don't really understand how they've managed to spend what they can. Most, well, most, um, w- didn't they have financial fair play um, issues recently? Well, they, that they, they did on promotion, but it doesn't really matter. No, well, they, re- re- oh, they had to, yeah, they had to, I'm pretty sure they had to pay a fine, but it was something like 10 million or 8 million, something like that. But when you're looking at Bournemouth side, the first thing that comes into my head is they've got fast forward players and, and likes of Fraser, um, Callum Wilson. So, but the advantage of that is that I look at Palace's defence and we've actually managed to cope quite well this season and previously um, with fast players, um, Sacco and Tompkins. I think it's going to be vital that both of them start. But if both of them start, I think we can hold them, hold them players back. And you know, they, they, I know they're going to be a massive threat, but I think we can do a decent job. It's just a matter of can we break down their defence. That's been that's been a real issue, Palace side. If I'm looking at Palace, it's just yeah. breaking down their defence and scoring goals. We need to be more. Um, when we do play away we normally we play fast counter-attacking football so I have no worries about that but it's just the fact that playing fast counter-attacking football we need I, I, whoever starts up front we need them to actually be on point and actually when they get chances score goals because that's been our weakness and it can't run for too long because yeah. sides like Bournemouth you need to realistically beat them if you want to achieve something decent this season well that's that's kind of why why the questions there of how good are they because I, I always think of them as a as a winnable game but I think they they are t- they are tough to beat, and I just think they're the type of side that the way they play it's just it's very difficult for us. So this, here's here's a prediction for you, dear. We're going to really struggle to keep the ball in the final third for any length of time at all. We're, whoever plays up top, we're we're just going to be reliant on 
on on a break or picking up a 50-50 or something like that. I really believe we're going to struggle to hold any kind of position in the final third. That's my prediction. Let's see how it pans out. Interesting prediction. Yeah, it certainly is. We're going to be uh, talking to uh, former Palace striker Neil Shippey. I'm sure he's going to be able to tell us what's uh, going wrong with uh, Christian Benteke. Uh, a li- well, in fact, we're going to be talking to him next, aren't we? We are. It's Lost Sport. Say 31. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Okay, he's had a baby, which I know he took some time off. Um, so he's now got a Conor McGregor Jr. sort of narcissistic cleaner. You haven't got any children called Brian, have you? No. Okay, that would be very narcissistic, I believe, to... Uh, well, if they're all laughing. girls, that would be a bit odd, really. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. I've got a fourfold for you today. Arsenal to beat Watford, Spurs to beat Huddersfield, City to beat Brighton and Chelsea to beat Liverpool. £10 returns you £63.28p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. These are all young guys. They're all under 30 for the most part. They're all in the early stages of their life as, as humans, as adults. There's not a lot of maturing being done. Whatever you like, people in their 20s are basically idiots. Look at me. You're but, never in your 20s. <laughs> well, I, you know, I have been for a while. You've had your hard life. <laughs> it's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yes, Love Sport Radio. Good evening, 8.32 across the capital. Let's talk now to the absolute legend that is Neil Shipley. Neil, good evening. Good evening, chaps. Thanks for uh, for coming on again, pal. It's been a while since we've uh, spoken. Obviously, you know, a few bits and pieces have changed uh, around at Selhurst Park, but the one main thing is that Christian Benteke still isn't firing. I want to know, what are Neil Shipley's top tips for Benteke? Well, I mean, uh, when I have spoken about this, I mean, the main thing was with him is his sort of work rate, you know, and uh, people are telling me he's, he's working a little bit harder than he was. Um, normally, when you you know you, 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 your work rate goes up, you just got to wish that a chance falls, falls for you. But you know, it seems to be that there is a few chances down for him, but he, he still just can't put put them away. So, uh, tips wise, oh, I mean, I always used to say to people, treat your chances like gold dust. You know, they they don't come around much, and uh, that's what he's got to do. But things like that, you have got to you know, you got to start putting in the net. Absolutely right, ships. I, I, it's uh, Chris. I've just noticed that you've uh, you've been roped into doing some match day stuff at Palace. How's that been going? Yeah, it's good. I've been doing it for a while now. Uh, I sort of about two seasons. I got, I, they've got Legends Lounge, and that seems mm-hmm. to be uh, the area that I'm in. And I do all the sort of hosting and give my opinions before and after the game and stuff. So uh, yeah, just being. Uh, you know, a bit nosy, really, and sort of voicing my opinion. <laughs> well, there you go. Do you get to actually uh, watch the game while doing that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to, 
you know, sort of the corporate side. So they, they have their food and all that kind of stuff, the sort of cucumber sandwiches, and then they, uh, <laughs> they go out and watch it, which well, uh, the last couple of games ain't been much to watch. <laughs> no, absolutely right. I mean, one of the success stories, though, this season has, has been the emergence of, uh, of Juan Pesaka. What do you make of him? Yeah, um, just for the fact the way the way you come in last season uh, for that group of games, and you know, I know it was kind of like a free hit. They probably weren't expecting much of him, but he, he's just excelled. You could tell within the first couple of games. And the, the main thing for me was Saturday. Like it was a poor game, and you know, you normally look for your talisman or, or someone you know with a bit of experience, and it was actually him, Basaka, that actually took the game to him and was, was flying down that right and, and causing all, all all the problems, which is remarkable for someone of his age. Hi Neil, it's Dia. Um, what, so we've got uh, Jordan Ayer this summer, and recently he's, uh, he played against West Brom, started against Newcastle, and also against Huddersfield. What have you made of him? What have you made of him so far? The Southampton game, I thought he uh, he done well. I, I liked him. I mean, the work rate issue is not a problem with him. He'll work all day, uh, and, and I was really hoping that he would have come on for that with the Southampton game. Um, and I'm not going to say he didn't. Uh, but what, what for me, what happened is, as a striker, you do need to be, you know, you need to be fed as well, like the service. And I don't think the service was, was very good for him. I'd like to persevere with him, but his chance was Saturday. What I was really hoping that uh, the Southampton game is he'd, he'd come alive and he'd get the goal and it would be like a lift off everyone. One we've scored at home, which we haven't done. And, and personally for him, you know, because someone's got to fill this gap. Um, with the Ben Ben Teke thing, you know, someone's got to go up there and go. Look, I'll be your man scoring your goals. Don't worry about him. You know, like let him have it. You know, if he's injured, like we need that. And uh, it didn't happen on Saturday. But as a player, I like him. Now, see, we're we're picking up points, uh, ships, but missing missing an awful lot of chances. Um, and you know, none more so when you look at what the the miss that Sacco had at Newcastle. Does that get in the players' heads a little bit, or um, or you know, is it just one game at a time and the old cliche? It is for someone like Saka. I mean, it'd be gutted. You only see his reaction. I mean, it was it was a bad miss. Uh, the fact is, he is a centre half, so his his bread and butter is obviously stopping the goals. So I don't think it's going to affect him. I think if he gets in that position again, it, you know, I don't think he make the same mistake. But if that was a centre forward, then you know, then, then I would not begin to majorly worry. But it would play on their mind for sure. But for me, it, you know, we need we need to get the service done as well. Like the midfield, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what's going to could be the best. I mean, I like against um, not the game before uh, Southampton. No, Southampton. But Southampton and Kiyoti come on. I thought, oh, here we go. This is yeah. what we need. We need someone to do all the sort of doggy stuff and uh, and do lot of nice stuff. But for for the Newcastle game, I thought we had too many of them. We didn't. We didn't have the creative creativity. Sorry, of like someone like Max Meyer. You know, I want to get that balance in midfield as, as well. So for the next game against Bournemouth, you talked about creativity and Max Meyer. If Max Meyer does start for you, um, who would you take out the starting lineup? I mean, I mean, Luca's not played well. He's not done anything uh, since last season. He was one of our best players, so I am a bit worried. I think the manager can probably give him another couple of games, but he might, if he carries on with the form, he might have to sit him down and say, "Look, you, you need to have a rest." So uh, I'd probably. I probably would say he needs to probably have a rest at the moment, but I don't think Roy's going to do that for his confidence. I think he'd give him a few more games, so it would probably have to be like, uh, I'd say, so MacArthur at the moment. But it is tough because you know, I, I just don't really know. I can't put, you know, can't put a picture on it just yet. I mean, Zaha for me, he, it maybe it's best to say, stay. 
stay up front. Tell him to go up front. When we played them few games last season with, uh, I think it was Townsend and Zaha up front, I thought he, he, he created massive problems. We all know how good he is, but maybe it's, it's better for you to come up front and say, almost like, do what you want, uh, Will. You know what I mean? Go and, go and be a nuisance and actually play, play the way you want to. He's that, he's that much of an important player for us. Absolutely right. Um, again, going back to, well, you sort of getting into the, the question I was going to ask you there. We've had a little bit of a switch um, over the last couple of games. I think it's since Southampton where we, we played a 4-4-2 and obviously lost that game uh, in a very disappointing way. I think since then we have switched to a 4-3-3 to, a to try and give Wilf that little bit of extra space out on the left. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat you are. I think Wilf was doing fine as a striker and there wasn't really a need to do that. But a lot of people say he, he gets you get the best out of him as a as a winger slash wide forward. Um, can you see the sort of merits of the 4-3-3 though? Uh, well, I can understand what he's probably saying against the Southampton and the Newcastle this world, but unfortunately... We've got to put Wolves in a very serious bracket at the moment. They're playing some good stuff, so I really hope he doesn't go with 4-3-3 because I think if we play like that against someone like Newcastle who didn't look like they wanted to score a goal all afternoon, you're talking about a different kettle of fish with Wolves. So we've got to be careful. I would I would have to just go back to sticking with a 4-4-2 at the moment just to try and settle things down because our form... I can see this going on the way it is. It's like we will go and win somewhere where we're not supposed to win, i.e. Huddersfield, yeah. uh, and probably not deserve it. But we'll all take that because we've got seven points. And if we start getting points like that, but then we're going to lose a lot of games as well, certainly at home playing like that. So, I mean, we just got to remember where we were last year as well. But obviously there is a reason for concern because it's nice to have the seven points on the board. But with our fixtures all coming up, you've got to think, well, where are we going to get the next sort of uh, you know, free, you know? Yeah. Uh, f- finally, for me, we're going into obviously the Monday night game against uh, Bournemouth. What do you think? Um, what do you think Palace need to be most wary of uh, in-, in taking on Bournemouth at their place? Well, it seems to be it's like that little ground again, isn't it? Uh, you know, it's a little ground with an atmosphere, a night game. They'd be buzzing, you know, and they're not short for goals. You know, you don't really get many nil nils there and stuff. So we have to be careful. I mean, if we're the first team to do that for a while, then we take that point, get on the bus and go home. But they will be dangerous. They love to go go forward and, as I say, they, they score goals. So that would be the main concern for me at the moment is can we shut up shop, frustrate them? Uh, we almost play like a, a, a counter-attacking side. So let, let's go for that on, on, on against Bournemouth and see, see what happens. If you, I mean, the Sorloff, uh, for me, the other night, the clips I did see, he looked like he was holding up fantastically. Certainly for the, the likes of Townsend are coming on for him. Mm-hmm. So it might be a case if you, you do go like a 4-5-1, four, four, have him up front and you go with uh, Wilf and Andros on either side, knowing for well what they can do. And it, I don't know, he's got, he's got a... I do feel for him because I think looking at the moment, we don't really know what our best side is and what to do. But yeah. we, we do... We have to work it out quite sharp. Um, I know, just last one. For, you mentioned Serloff, but wouldn't you argue that putting Serloff up top uh, it limits the amount of time Wilf has on the ball? Because most of the time, just like Ben Teke, we normally loft the ball towards our target men and then we hope for the best. Whereas, you know, when we play IU up front, we play more on the ball and uh, we play more on the floor and we see players like Wilf, our star man, getting the ball as much. Would you Would you agree with that statement or...? Yeah, of course I agree with it. Um, we're just all trying to work out between ourselves what what we think a winning form a winning formula is. You know, is he might not go with any of that. He might actually go with uh, Will, uh, Will Fernandos up front. Uh, you just don't know. Uh, 
say, we, we don't know. At the moment, I'd like to see a performance where I can come on here and go, well, I know what our best formation is, and you know, we can all have our, our opinions. But at the moment, I don't think any of us really know because yeah. we haven't seen the real best of... Well, apart from we started the season so well, Fulham yeah. and Liverpool, yeah. I thought, here we go, this is, this is lovely. You know, we're, we're gonna, And then we've, we've just gone downhill, so we just need to pick ourselves up and whatever way and whatever he wants to do, I just hope it works so we can... Uh, just be a bit more positive. Neil, how's the uh, how's the training coming along for the charity event, pal? What, walking? Well, this, they call it a march, don't they? A marathon march. Yeah. yeah. It would be a very <laughs> slow, a slow trail, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm not training for that, but uh, I'll complete it. But oh. I'm, I'm not going to be breaking any records. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Trafalgar Square meet-up where... I think Mr. Parrish puts on a free bar, doesn't he? I think. I've, I've oh, I hadn't heard about this, but I'll be there as well. So yeah, exactly. yeah so and we haven't been training yeah. as well, so <laughs> we'll be strolling so we'll along. We'll be in the back, and we'll, we'll put the wells to Exactly, us. yeah. We'll see, <laughs> we'll, 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 see you then. Boy, have to come to us for the next game after that. <laughs> <laughs> but very, uh, very, very quickly, Neil, um, we, we were talking earlier about our favourite uh, Palace kits and your favourite boots to play in. Go on, let's have yours. Palace kit of all time? No, the first favourite Palace kit you played in. Oh, I played in. Uh, I liked the uh, TDK one. I think that was back in, uh, was that about 97, was it? It's got to be about 97, yeah. 97, that one. I did like that one. Uh, and the best boots uh, has to be uh, Adidas World Cups. There you go. There you have Classic it. From the man himself. And, and, they were, and they were black and white, by the way. Yeah, not, not, no, none, of, none of these dodgy <laughs> colours these days. Gentrification. Game's gone, Neil. It's, it's, it's really gone. Pal. But thank you very much for joining us, mate. Really, really loved having you on. Neil Shipley, of course, a palace legend there on Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said it was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. Digital Radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them 
puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the listeners' questions. Hambo, take it away. <laughs> what away? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Oh, I don't know. You're just an absolute renegade. <laughs> That's uh, a big tune as well. Yeah, that is quite right. So we have some wonderful contact today, Aaron, from the listeners in this marvellous new feature called Listeners' Questions. How did you think of the name? <laughs> well, it, it just sort of it just it just came to me, you yeah. know. Um, like Bird and Matthews when he saw a turkey. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like turkey twizzers. Bang, imagine, imagine that look in his eyes at that moment. Anyway, those aren't. Uh, there are some food-based questions, but we'll get to those. So these to start us off, we had a question from Phil Walsh. Uh, Phil has said, um, I have to try and encourage people to give their ages as well, because I'd like to read their ages. And locations. <laughs> yeah, and ages location. and locations. <laughs> Phil. For, that's for next time. 44 Phil. from... <laughs> Swaddling <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Uh, he's gone with, why are people writing off Sirlot when he's only 22? He's younger than Kai Kai and Johnny Esther, Johnny Williams of course, uh, and his opportunities are mostly limited to 10 minute sub appearances. Dio, why are people writing off Sirlot? Because we haven't really seen much of him yet. Um, it's, just one, it's just one of those things where like, we're not scoring enough goals so fans are getting frustrated and there's always we always pick on one player if it's not Benteke now it's become Serlov it's just yeah. one of them things but to be fair we, have to, we haven't seen enough from Serlov in then 10 minutes when he came on whereas from Max we have seen something that's yeah. that's probably a little bit of a downside but he has improved over time yeah. especially against West Brom he was decent so to me I don't really agree with this I think the debate is is it is he ever going to get enough game time for us to be able to judge one way or the other that's the real question I think if he performs in training and if when he does have the game time whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes and if he does perform then there then yes because we saw Maya um, coming on the 60th minute the other day and you know Roy's been bigging him up saying he's been doing well in training so I guess if he performs then yes I think he will get the chance well continuing the theme and a little bit similar to the suggestion of, uh, of Neil Shipley a little little while ago Chuck Mayers is also talking about Sir Lott uh, and he said that he thought yesterday uh, against West Brom his hold up play was excellent he made good runs was a threat in the air and demonstrated some good passing under pressure would you consider starting him over IU this weekend? Uh, personally I wouldn't I would just keep IU because it benefits Wilf the most and that's what I really care about because he's our star man as much as I you know seeing optimism uh, by watching a West Brom game from Serloff I just don't think he deserves a start just yet because with all due respect it was West Brom okay. so for me I, I would I wouldn't be I think if if is if you get the IU performance that we you, get, you gave against Huddersfield, I don't think there's any question that I would play IU over Serlock. But um, if you get the the IU that played against Newcastle, I think probably I would. I wouldn't be too upset if he does start and Roy does change it if it doesn't work um, earlier on rather than waiting till the 75th minute. If that's the case, then I wouldn't be too upset. But if he does wait till the 75th yeah. minute then I'll be upset that he started really, really enjoying this music um, yeah exactly it's so smoothing from it's, my uh, smooth, <laughs> yeah. it's so smoothing yeah it's just like it's <laughs> 
kids. Like, you know, just from listening it out here, Hambo, it's kind of more classier feel to the show. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can see kind of Hambo kind of doing a little kind of a dance yeah, kind of yeah, swing yeah. in a Mr. Bojangles well. or something. Yes, yeah. yeah. Full on talk. He shined his head up for the occasion as well. <laughs> and, and singing my way, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why could I? <laughs> we, we did we did that a few weeks back, didn't we? Got a glass or something in his oh, hand, yeah. you know. Listen, Paddy, I've been waiting for a long, long time for you to start classing up this show, and finally you've come through for us. Well, no one else is going to do it if I don't do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, US correspondent Patrick O'Connor uh, has got in touch and said, "How long before Guaita and Maya both start asking for a friend?" Wow, know? that is a. I, t- <laughs> I can only see one of the. I can see May Mayor start. It's just oh, that's. It's probably. I don't know. Well, listen. We debated it earlier. We know everyone knows what we think. You, you know, you're you're saying Hennessy doesn't deserve to get dropped. Exactly. I'm saying I'm saying I'd drop him tomorrow. And put well, both of them to start is. It'll be very rare because Roy doesn't like changing it. So. Uh, it might, we might need a change in manager before that happens, I don't know. Maybe December. But, uh, Maybe but December because there's so many games, yeah. so there might be a bit of rotation. And okay, we've, uh, moving on to a slightly different topic with uh, John Shuttlewood, which is firstly a very good name. Great name. Powerful. Uh, you so can tell he works like a council or something. Shuttlewood. Almost definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A you know, civil servant. Um, <laughs> he's, he's initially asked, and I'm not going to answer this question because I think John's being a little facetious here. <laughs> Will you be in the enhanced eating section in the lower homes down next season? What is that? He's talking about the he's a play on the enhanced the singing section being announced in the lower homes down. Well, what, I'm, what, what, what I'm hoping for there is that John, that yes doesn't work <laughs> on the <your> keyboard. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, no need for that. <laughs> but then he's got into proper detail here, where I've started—I really have started to respect him. He's—he's he's actually said, "Will Burger King ever bring back the mushroom double Swiss into the starting lineup?" Oh, oh, you've made a face that I, I didn't I, expect. I've never had. You never would never had have it. had it, Dr. It was when before was your time. Oh wow! So I don't think it's been on their menu since you've actually been in existence. Wonder why did? Surely, if it's if that's it's why. Bad. If it's a if it's a banger, if it tastes so nice, oh, then it is incredible. Then why did they remove it? Probably only you like Amber and John. <laughs> and John, yeah. <laughs> John, I thought that was going to fly. Unfortunately, Aaron made a face, and Dr has never heard of it. He's never heard of majority of the things we talked about. Do you know about. what the problem with Birking is? Go on. I'll tell you the first and key crucial element of Birking that's wrong. That's they got too much on their menu, mate. You can have a double Angus stack rodeo with extra barbecue and half yeah. the bacon, or you can just have like a shizborgi, you know? They've they've got great chips and all so the chips have going improved. on. Their chips have improved. Right. My, D- D- so my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my headphones just went dodgy for a second. He's a very, very weird. Anyway, was, I mean, he was po- he was sort of waving his hand and pointing at you, and then he became confused because, because, because my headphones started. I was hearing my. Uh, it was just Can we get back to the crux of issue? There's too much yeah. on the menu. Yeah, there's too much on. Too much on the menu, and it just confuses me every time I go there. I don't have, know what I want. We're gonna. We're, oh, this is getting away from the questions, but Download very, very quickly, app. have you? Um, have you experienced the Burger King with the where you can order off the touch screen like in, like with with the cloud no, based? No, because I don't really go Burger King. That 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 will cheer you yeah. up because all of a sudden you realise you can just order a triple bacon cheeseburger if you want one. I think you're the, you're the only person that goes Burger King. So. There's mate. not one near me. I can't. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird. Shut down a lot of restaurants. It's worrying, mate. Because I'll be honest, I prefer. Do you know that where there is one? I'll tell you what. Pearly Way Croydon. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Where, a, a one. Dug right deep into the ether in Pearly Way Corridor. You know where all the old leather shops used to be? Land of leather, closing yeah, yeah, yeah. down south. Pearly Way Corridor, like world of leather. There's one in Oxbridge as well, but 
it's right at the like corner deep in anyway, the service center. stations yeah. they're still very much alive uh <laughs> simon bennett's got a few questions in a row here his first is on that theme the food theme whatever happened to diddy donuts <laughs> i have no idea i'll be googling that later on simon right we, we don't we just don't know it's a mystery uh he said is mix max mayer not mix mayer mix max mayer the new <laughs> johan kabai uh dia what do you think similar but but i think i think mayer's more forward thinking yeah more forward thinking uh, mayer is more comparable to ruben off the sheet than johan kabai in my okay. opinion, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a new year in Kabai. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Last couple of questions. Let, let's, now can, for can, you. We, can we go, go for? Shall we go? Have we time? How many time? How many, how many <laughs> have we got time for, Paddy? One or two? We could. He said we got two. Let's go. Uh, very very quickly. Simon Bennett's praising Jason Punchin's performance against West Brom. Nice Is, one, Punch. Uh, um, looked back to look, thought he looked back to his old self. Is there a place for him at Palace in the Premier League, Dr? I've liked what I saw from him so far this uh, in preseason and in, in the cup game. So yes, I think coming off the bench there is a place for him, but I don't see him becoming a starter. Okay, finally, Stefan was going. His, his town's in good now. Yes, because he scored. He's just teasing me. David Kent, if we can't beat Watford, Southampton, or Newcastle, what hope is there against the top six? Very angry from David Kent. To be fair, I was, I'm hungry right now. I wasn't really listening to you. So. Right, I'll answer it. So, David's saying, if we can't beat these teams, why, what hope have we got against the top six? I would simply say that you play to your opposition, don't you? Each game is different. Uh, you can lose to you can lose to the Wolves and then beat aren't Man we, United. Aren't we three, three points away from like top six anyways? Yeah, yeah, but probably, like that. probably three from the bottom three as well. I don't know. Uh, yeah. David, football doesn't work like that. There you go. End of questions. Thanks, everybody. Right, can we have more questions next week? But can we have more... I want lifestyle questions. I don't want them to be as sensual as DDR, but I want something that's going to challenge us a bit. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. We'll, I wouldn't we'll, mind we'll a fishing. riddle, just to put him under a bit of pressure. A riddle? Uh, yeah. No, let's not do that. <laughs> you, know, some, so, you know, you know, like one of those dodgy ones you see on Facebook, your Nampos are. If Dave has six kids, then Arthur has eight. <laughs> how many kids have they got? Or how many people in the room all together? Or how much is, like, you know, bread? Anyway, let's have your predictions. It's Palace away at Bournemouth Monday night football. Down by the seaside. Are you going? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you go. No, I'll be watching our bar. You go. No, you're not. It's, 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 you know, it's on live on, on, on TV. Live. And I've got, I've wow. got to try and recover from a uh, three-day stag do. Oh, My prediction is uh, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Palace win. Uh, one... 2-1 Palace as well. There you have it. <laughs> it's Love Sport Radio. We're back in the nest. And your Crystal Palace fan show. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> when your kids are ill, you'd do anything to help them feel better. But remember, antibiotics aren't always needed. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice on antibiotics. Search NHS Antibiotics. Or better. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. 
Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty, rewarded. Love sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. 558 AM, Love Sport. After 9 o'clock tonight, Love Sport Radio brings you the Charlton Athletic fan show. And what a treat. We have got Paul Mortimer. We've got Nathan Muller. We've got a Luton Town fan, Matt Story, giving us the opposition view. But from 10 past 9 tonight... It's Lyle Taylor. He joins us on the line. It's Love Sport Radio with your Charlton Athletic Fan Show. Get in touch, get your questions in, follow at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Here's your news. On five. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.